welcome to the set eight episode of the Liquor Station PH podcast. I'm Bert. Joined us all. Join us always by Andrea uh, from Thailand and Kenan from Iloilo. Hi guys. Um, Hello. Welcome back. Uh, the Lakers are playing 500 ball <laughs> with one win and one loss. One uh, I think we're currently what, seven seed. Seven seed in the really tough West behind the oh LA Clippers. No. Uh, but like uh, we all always said, uh, we believe. Uh, we believe in the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers. The underdog Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, this, no, I just checked now we're the 8th seed. Oh, sabi tayo oh. sa ano. If the playoffs started today. <laughs> uh, we're, 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 no, we're going to be in the play-in tournament. <laughs> we're going to face ano, the, the Pelicans and then the winner of the Suns and Blazers if we lost to the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, and world sad face. Anyway, let's talk about the, the first game. Uh, the Clippers retained their preseason, ah, no, not preseason, the op- their opening day title by beating the Lakers, uh, one, 100, it's 116-109. Fraud George uh, was top scored for the Clippers with how much? Uh, one, yes, one, with 33 points. Kawhi Leonard at 26. And for the Lakers, uh, LeBron James did not play the last eight minutes of the game. Because he sprained his ankle trying to block uh, Ibaka Zubak's um, shot. Dean Schroeder was a revelation. He had 14 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. And Trez Harrell had 17 points and 10 rebounds. So, Andrea, let's start with you. Um, what were your impressions during the uh, our opening day loss to the Flippers? <laughs> the, the opening day loss? Well, it, because it started with the ring ceremony, right? Where the, yeah. they gave away the rings from last season's championship. So the emotions were high. And then I, I, I think I was not expecting Lakers to come out that that aggressive on a first game. It's always like this with, with the Lakers. And with actually with all of LeBron's teams before. They, they start a little bit slow. So for me, it was okay. What I like, uh, I'll first start with what I like is that we controlled the minutes of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. It's the first game, so I think there was no need to stretch them. Uh, that's one, because if you compare it to the minutes of Kawhi and Paul George, they were above 35 minutes. I think both of them were above 35, play, played around 35 minutes. But LeBron James, because he did not play almost the whole of fourth quarter, he only played 28 minutes, and then Anthony Davis we maintained him uh, at around 30 minutes. I like that. I know that a lot of the players were still adjusting with uh, with with everyone. It's basically a new team. I like Tred Montrez. I like that he was really aggressive. I was surprised with his uh, aggressiveness. So, but maybe because he was playing with the Clippers and with Cal Kuzma. Cal Kuzma was like a was very consistent as well during that that game and of course given with lebron and anthony davis they were they're always consistent i also like the way that dennis shoulder played so i think overall it was good it's just that i think the energy was not there i think they were not taking it seriously uh so those are my thoughts i'm not worried about it it's just that it's the the first game yeah uh pg played 
36 minutes. Kawhi played yeah, 34 I, I, minutes. I got, shocked. I got shocked because they played so much and usually they would try to... But I guess we were trying to make an impression. It's the first first game. And Paul George was really impressive on that in that game. But we all know he's always like that during regular season, season games. Yeah, I think the Clippers players were inspired by the PlayStation 5s they received before the game. <laughs> <laughs> Much more than the Lakers were inspired receiving their championship rings. Uh, so it's it really the energy that was just lacking, and they were just unfamiliar. I, I think that there's a lot of unfamiliarity. Uh, and oh, and one thing that I observe, one, one thing that I noticed is to answer because we've been discussing this for two episodes. So THT got playtime. He got significant. I think he'll now be part of the the rotation of in the. In regular season games. Yeah, the HD played 11 minutes during the, mm. the first game. Uh, so, Kenan, did you see the Doomsday scenario um, comments from fans saying Marcus all is washed? Uh, what what else? Um, Wes Matthews is just a worse Danny Green. <laughs> Classic um, Lakers melt the fans meltdown after one game. So, what were your thoughts about that? Are lost to the opening day champs i avoided twitter after the game um <laughs> like i do after every loss because like you said it's always a guarantee that lakers twitter will melt down after a loss especially after uh, especially this one is the, open, the opener i never thought the lakers would come out sharp to begin with anyway so i wasn't surprised at the loss because that's just how like andrea said how lebron teams operate they tend to start slow uh trying to get a feel of each other's game and and that was evident with the game and and, and overall it was just a flat performance maybe the uh emotions involved in you know that ring ceremony was pretty emotional because uh, families got involved yes and, that was a great uh, yeah great yeah, touch. that was the best best ring ceremony i've seen so far so yeah i'm pretty sure those uh emotions played uh, a great part in their performance at the time i wasn't really concerned with how the individual individual player performances at the time because it's, it's just one game but the newcomers Trez and Schroeder really impressed that they were the ones who stuck in my mind for me. So I think Anthony Davis was jogging and LeBron James were jogging at half, half speed most of the game. It was mostly cardio for them. Seriously. The were... one is usually cardio for them. AD was they, just... They really, yeah, you can see they lacked energy or they were just, I don't know, losing. AD was shooting um, 15 footers wasn't really aggressive trying to get fouls um lebron missed i think five layups literally five layups that he usually makes in the post especially in the postseason <laughs> i remember there was this um pick and roll with Dan schroeder and he had a wide open finger roll and he missed it <laughs> uh so that i think sums up um their performance during that day let's talk about the ring ceremony now <laughs> i really have nothing else to add to that um, Clippers <laughs> win uh, aside from we came back from a 22 point deficit and, and tied it late in the third quarter but but, but the best part about that game was that Shaq uh, moment but oh uh, yes uh, pandemic P pandemic P <laughs> what a pass to the referee in the corner that was amazing <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, thank you, pandemic. Somebody made that, you know. Yeah. Somebody made a meme about that where he where they combined that pass with his uh, off the side of the backboard. Oh. Playoffs. That was, was so funny. <laughs> He, they basically made him made the pass to himself, and he shot. Uh, he shot that shot to the side of the backboard. <laughs> uh, Twitter, um, in their day, they're still undefeated. Let's <laughs> let's talk quickly about the ring ceremony. Um, I was really. What was your favorite moment of the ring cer- ceremony? Because for me, it was when Rob Belinka received his championship rings getting greetings yeah, yeah. from his family yeah. and when he held up the 24 sign yeah i w- i literally choked up and was there was yeah, a, tear, I, I a, tear or, or, a tear or two that came down but uh, how about you andrea what was your favorite moment of the ring ceremony i i liked everyone's uh i like the the whole ceremony because it featured the families which we don't usually see for example <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, I saw the, his mom, right? And usually when Kyle Kuzma posts photos, it's with his girlfriend. So it was it was really nice to see that. And Anthony Davis is a family. I don't usually see them on social media. His wife and his uh, his son. I sorry, daughter daughter at that, right? So I don't yeah, usually yeah, daughter. see daughter. Yeah, I don't usually see them. So it was really touching, and they really look uh they, they really look shocked or I don't know surprised. To yeah. see their family yeah. members. That's where I was like a little bit moved because it's like, oh, they did not expect it to be that way. So that was that was really nice. And of course, uh, like what you mentioned with Rob Pelinka, uh, that was really touching because it's it's just a it's just a reminder that he's, he he still remembers what who he's doing this for, and Kobe will always be part of the uh, Lakers organization. So that was nice. But I I beg to di- to differ with uh, Kenan. I think this is not my favorite drink ceremony. Oh. My favorite is still with, you know when uh when when I don't know when if it was the 2011, I'm sorry 2011 2010 championships when they give their rings, they they were uh they were giving a speech about their teammates. I really like that. Oh yeah, yeah I, I, remember I was that. really teary eyed when when everyone was talking about the next person who will get the the ring that was that was really nice also for me. um i also remember that uh i was also a great uh, ring ceremony it was funny that Le- uh lebron james daughter uh was we- wearing a anthony davis shirt uh jersey <laughs> <laughs> while yeah, yeah. presenting the championship ring of lebron so how about you, Kenan? What was your favorite? Yeah, besides that Rob Pelinka moment, I think my favorite part was during Jeannie's speech, where she mentioned yes. uh, even the Lakers players who were who weren't with the team anymore, including uh, Troy Daniels and and Demarcus Cousins. I think that was uh, pretty cool of her to mention their contributions even if they weren't directly involved in, in the actual winning of the trophy. I think that was pretty cool. Just shows how class of an organization the Lakers are. Exactly. Also, Did you I like think... it when, uh, when I'm sorry, no, 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 the Morris brothers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- Marcus was um, video, ta- video, yeah, take a video from the dugout, I think. Oh, that, was, that was cool. Also, yeah, for, for all his flaws, he's a great brother. 
Yeah, actually. Uh, outside from being a dirty player, he's actually a good brother who shares his his bank account with his brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, what more about the Neil Waiters uh, tweeted or posted on Instagram earlier? I think it was an IG story. Yeah, he had, he also received his championship ring. Did I think JR Smith also right? Or I don't think, think so. Looking forward to more championship rings. Uh, being given. We will talk about someone who received his championship ring later. Uh, let's move on to the Christmas Day game where the Lakers absolutely demolished, bounce back and demolished, <laughs> annihilated the Dallas Mavericks 138-115. Anthony Davis had 28 points, LeBron James had 22 points and 10 assists. Trez Harrell had 22 points and 7 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder had 16 points and 6 assists. And Cal Kuzma had 13 points and 6 rebounds. So no Laker played for more than 31 minutes in this game. Uh, LeBron sat out the last, I think, 8 or 7 minutes of the 4th quarter as well. So, Andrea, how impressed were you with the Lakers' bounce back win? Oh, I am. I'm really... I, I expected them to win this game because it's the Mavericks. It's against Dallas. And I don't think really Dallas had the manpower right now to compete with just the weapons that Lakers has with their players. So uh, I'm really happy with this win because it did not even look that Lakers were exerting so much effort. If you watch it, you you would really think that they were just taking it so... I don't know, so lightly. So and then I was I was thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so effortless for them. And I think it's going to be like that in the regular season with the Lakers. They can turn it off, turn it on anytime they want because that's how deep the bench is. That's how deep our roster is. Because anyone who you put there are can really be a can can really contribute basically. So I'm really happy with this when i was telling my i was talking to a friend after the game and i was telling him that it didn't even look that the lakers were even trying it was just that out of pure talent and uh i guess the the because if you look at the way that they were playing they were just doing the basics so it's just pure talent and then i guess the 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 we've already done the preseason so they're a little bit familiar with with the games of each other so i'm very happy with this win uh um, yeah basically i'm very happy with it um Kenan, we i think we also had this conversation about ben schroeder possibly not fitting well mm-hmm. with the starters <laughs> but yeah. um he did pick up his um intensity and i think the lakers as a whole um Led by by his example when he was trapping Luca, basically become picking up Luca full court, right? So yeah, and, and I kept calling him a defensive liability. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's your re- well, what's your initial reaction of the Christmas Day win? Um, yeah, I was super impressed by that win. Um, not not because uh, I had any doubts uh, about about the outcome. I mean. They are the favorites, so there's that. But I'm more impressed with how easy they turned things around. I, I mean, it was a close game at around the halfway point of the second quarter, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and and then uh, they just started hitting shots, and, and all of a sudden it was a 13-point game, and its peak it was a 20-point 
game. It was a 20-point lead. And like Andrea said, they pretty much showed little to no effort at doing this. Especially, uh, and, and I'm impressed with, again, Trez and Dennis Schroeder. They had combined 40 points, just the two of them. And Trez was shooting mid-range shots, which was something that uh, yeah. Clippers fans say it's one of his weaker points. I'm not sure if that was just a fluke or whatever, but it was, it, it, it was a good sign. One big thing that I've noticed, and I'm not saying that this that I'm entering panic mode or whatever, was Mark's performance. I, I know we're gonna discuss this later, but mm -hmm. um, he did score eight points and grab nine rebounds. No, two points and nine rebounds. But overall, I thought his play was a little flat, which especially in the defensive ends. He was late on rotation, which is what we brought him for. So it was a little um, concerning for me, but not enough for me to panic like most of the players that there is right now. We shot, we hit 19 of our 39 threes during this Christmas Day massacre. So no one's beating the Lakers when the Lakers hit 19 threes. I don't care how good you are. We're not beating the Lakers when the Lakers hit 19 three, uh, three point shots they hit more threes than free throws we only had 17 free throws made and we made 19 threes yeah, and missed seven i think we out rebounded the maps later. 53 to 27 so the, uh, I, I, the, I don't know if you saw this but uh, the lakers outscored the maps for second chance points 35, 35 to 0, to zero. Yeah. Yep. so that pretty much that's amazing that pretty much sums up the game uh the maps there was just no chance yeah. maps are were sorely missing christophs Porzingis. i heard yeah. over the broadcast that he wanted to play but he was not cleared maybe he can play tomorrow versus uh, Flippers. Yes, another outstanding game from Harold. Cal Kuzma was solid. Uh, he hit three of his four threes. So that's a good sign, right? Uh, yes, and whenever he enters, he's co he's, he's consistent when because uh, he's coming off the bench. He's very consistent with his shots because he also selects them, I think, now. He just doesn't... Uh, what's his field goal percentage during that? He five, was out, five out of 11. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's a little I, bit more selective now. I think there's all, they, they're also running more plays for him. I also remember yeah. there was this pin down then he was supposed to take the three but he instead passed it for to Harold for an N1 so maybe more oh, of yeah, that. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I, I, I remember tweeting about that. Uh, maybe more of that in the future because um, so avoid the shoot first mentality and maybe <laughs> focus more on the overall game. Also, LeBron had 10 assists in this game, but had 4 turnovers. So this is the typical LeBron start. He's just slap, sloppy. He's just really going through the motions, literally. His sloppiest. His lucky uh, stat line is 22 points, 7 rebounds, <laughs> yes. 10 assists, 1 steal. <laughs> which would have been a career which would have been a career game for most uh, for maybe 75% yeah. of the NBA. <laughs> this guy is the sloppy the sloppy stat line for him. Oh, oh even that... he was he was a little bit injured, remember? Because I remember uh Rachel Nichols during the start of the game. 
she was mentioning that uh, he LeBron injured his ankle from the previous game, from the first game. Yeah. But then LeBron answered something that how did he treat his uh, Rachel Nichols asked how did he treat his ankle and he was saying that he just iced it for 24 hours and then he was drinking tequila because if he <laughs> drinks tequila on the left side of his mouth it will go to his left ankle which I think is the injured ankle so he's I don't think he is worried at all right now that's that's some Kyrie stuff from LeBron there. <laughs> uh, also, Anthony Davis is actually questionable for tomorrow's game. Uh, he has a slight yeah, yeah. hip contusion, but I think he will play because LeBron and Dudley are pushing him to be the MVP or something. So we'll see. Uh, also, I noticed also Davis missed some defensive assignments during the game, which was why the maps were able to score 115 points. That's uh, a lot to give up for the Lakers, especially with during the AD era. Yeah. Let's hope we can shore up our defense in our upcoming games. Yeah, I'll attribute it to like a Christmas hangover or something. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can Too pick up eggnog. we can pick up the base um for the next games. So we we'll, let's go to the games this week. I think we have four games in, not five nights, I think four games in six nights, if I'm correct. First, we have tomorrow we'll be facing the Timberwolves at 11 a.m. The, the Blazers, all of these are home games. The Trailblazers at, on Tuesday, the Spurs in San Antonio. Harden will be playing in Portland. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why well, he's going to be trading in Portland? Yeah, yeah. I think there are rumors, it's, right? It's a preferred trade destination. Who are they trading to? To Houston, Dame Lillard, <laughs> um, and for the Simons. So we all, we are also facing the Spurs on Thursday and on Saturday in this in both in San Antonio. So this is the quirk of the NBA regular season this season. Ah, uh, so they play back to back. Yeah, yeah if uh, yeah, schedule permitting, they will be playing back to back games against the same team to limit travel. You, the, the Raptors and Spurs already played twice. So the, yeah, so the Raptors will not be coming back to San Antonio again. Oh no, I'm sorry. The, the Raptors played the Pelicans, but I wonder who yeah, they was... lost to Brandon Ingram. I forgot which team was that. Anyway, um, that's the, the well. The Lakers will be playing the Spurs in consecutive games in San Antonio. Let's start with the Lakers versus the the two and O Minnesota Timberwolves. D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns, and number one pick Anthony Edwards. Going to the Staples Center. Do you do you guys remember the Timberwolves tweeting last season when they started three and O? Yeah, they, they got ratioed so bad. They they were they said slip tight. Be, be, yeah. <laughs> said slip tight, comma at Kendrick Perkins, um sleeping emoji, and s slash o quote unquote. Yeah. Andre Wiggins. Uh, that's <laughs> typo. Is that funny? Is that typo? No, I think I Kendrick think Perkins. Kendrick I, Perkins. Yeah. I, no, I, I think Kendrick Perkins called Andrew Wiggins Andre Wiggins on live TV. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And they were so um, what do you call this? They were so hyped about their three and all start last season that they missed the playoffs altogether. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> 
Andrea, um, I don't know if you were a D-Lo fanboy, fangirl back then. I know. D-Lo is, D-Lo is my boy, yeah. Yeah. But, but, Good uh, Lord. I, I, but, when, but when he was in the, when he was in the Lakers, I have a love-hatred. It's similar to Kaya Kuzma. I have a love-hatred <laughs> relationship with, with D-Lo when he was with the Lakers. But I, I love him. I wanted, I wanted to keep him, actually. So I'm one of those fans. <laughs> I'm over that. I'm so over that. But he's still my boy. He's still my my Dilo is my boy. I always want him to succeed. I was so happy. I moved when, on to uh, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy when he was an All Star, and actually, so uh, short story. When I went to New York last, I think that was 2019. Ah, just last year. I watched the first playoffs game of Brooklyn at home and because I wanted to see D'Lo uh, play, play in the playoffs. So, because I didn't go to, to, to LA, I was in New York, so that, that was the only NBA game that I can see. So I saw him, so I'm a D'Lo uh, fan. <laughs> but I'm over him, I'm not, I'm not missing him with the Lakers, I'm not that kind of fan anymore. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So he had twenty three points on twenty one shots in their win <laughs> earlier versus Utah. Talk about efficiency. Anyway, uh, so what do you think of our matchup with him and Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, I think actually, I I have a feeling that we will massacre this team again <laughs> if the Lakers are are going to are not gonna play effortless or are not gonna lack the energy. I think this is one of the teams that really doesn't have enough. Man, uh, firepower with their roster to compete with with ours. I think that's one of the good things with our team. Like I always mention, is that we have quality players. Even the bench players, there. If you see how Montrez is playing, how then then is not uh, a bench player, but Dennis Schroeder, the newcomer, they're really playing. I I would say very well, except again for Mark Gasol. But that's that's another topic that we will discuss. So I think. I'm I'm not worried about Timberwolves. I think we will really destroy them tomorrow. <laughs> well, destroy. I like that. Uh, so Kenan, your boy Dido gonna shoot what eight out of twenty three again today for twenty three points. He's he's gonna he's gonna have a shootout with his his other boy Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I watched uh, the Wolves' first game against the uh, Pistons. I guess my biggest takeaway. From that game was their offense is horrible. It, it, I don't know if this first game jitters or, or they're poorly coached, but their offense was terrible. And the only reason they beat the Pistons because they were facing the Pistons. <laughs> they were so, they were worse basically. Yeah. So did you watch yeah, the no. game earlier versus the Jazz? No, I haven't. I haven't seen the game. I think would a Rudy Gobert blew a wide open layup and. NBA Twitter was making fun of him as a 205 million guy. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Screen assists. So what? What's your prediction for tomorrow? I think the Lakers are gonna win this pretty easily. Just hoping that they won't, you know, uh, play that play down to the uh, Timberwolves level because uh, that's where it gets tricky. But if they play, you know, even even just the way they did with the Mavs. It's gonna be an easy win. AD is listed as questionable for this game, like we said earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think he will play because yeah, yeah, I think last, so too. last season 
he so scored 50 points against the uh, Timberwolves. So I think he enjoys he enjoys facing Carl Anthony Towns, who's one of the players being uh, compared to him as the best what, big man. What and, happened to Cat's defense though? He was pretty good in his rookie year. Uh, well, especially in college, he was known more as a defensive player. I don't know what happened. Thibodeau left. Uh, I think his defense um, really tailed off after that. Like you said, I think the Timberwolves offense is all over the place because they have too many guards, to be honest. They have <laughs> Rubio, Culver, Russell, um, Anthony Edwards. I think they have, but um, Malik Beasley, did, the ever popular Malik play? Beasley. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. I think he was a late. I don't know if there was some a problem uh, during the pregame with Dilo, that's why he wasn't in the starting lineup in the first game. Oh, okay. There, uh, the popular Malik Beasley. Um, uh, just a quick <laughs> segue. Did you see that tweet? Um, oh my god! <laughs> uh, first off, I, Lars Pippen, um, Scotty Pippen's <laughs> wife or former wife. Yeah. I don't know what's the uh, status. <laughs> I think they're. St- I, I don't they're, know. I think they're still married. Oh, I think they're crap. still married. <laughs> anyway, is who is now with Malik Beasley, who's a convi- mm-hmm. well a convicted felon, but he won't be serving jail time because well he left his wife and his mistress for Barsa Pippen. Wife and mistress, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barsa Pippen is like the second mistress. Uh, yeah. Wow, there are levels to this. <laughs> oh, but that's not what I'm trying to point out right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is a rumor that, uh, well, <laughs> this is not a rumor, oh, but God. Bronny James liked an Instagram pic of Larsa Pippen, and then there's yeah. a there were there was a tweet I forgot who tweeted it that there are two reports. Wow, two reports. Bronny James, uh, Larsa <laughs> Pippen, and Bronny James are exchanging Instagram DMs. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm so sorry. <laughs> What? So crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what, what is happening? Oh, um, actually, people is forty-six. I think forty-six. Yeah. <laughs> well, forty-six. So, so if you do a quick, a quick, uh, it's from. Bronny is what fifteen? What? It's from uh the Twitter at BFO. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Black Sports Online. So it's two reports say forty-six-year-old Larsa Pippen <laughs> has been exchanging. DMs with Bronny James. And then this is where it gets interesting. Larsa, who is still married to Scotty, is currently in Minnesota with Mali Grizzly, <laughs> who left his wife and mistress for her. <laughs> that was... There, I think there, there are levels to this. Um, oh, but, but then LeBron will meet him next tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I think there, was, there, was, there was this tweet that uh, uh, I think it said Scotty Pippen will now join LeBron James in beating up <laughs> Bron James or something like that. Uh, it's uh, so weird. Okay, so we all agree the Lakers will destroy the Timberwolves tomorrow. So let's move on to. It would be amazing if Malik Beasley is guarding LeBron James on Twitter and the <laughs> Twitter will explode. Uh, let's go to a more serious game. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers will be facing their. First round opponents last season, the Portland Trail Blazers, who are one and one this season. They on opening day against the Utah Jazz by twenty. Wow. Timberwolves beat the Jazz, so maybe the 
Timberwolves are stronger than the Blazers. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and they won. I saw this game sec in the second half. Um, they won versus the Blade, the Rockets by two points in OT, right? In OT. So John Wall not playing for John, Rockets. John yeah, Wall. No, yeah, he he was quarantined, right, with uh, Demarcus Cousins. Yes. Um, the 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 Rockets had a lineup where I only knew PJ Tucker <laughs> and Christian Wood. The, the other two players, I have absolutely no idea who they were. <laughs> and yet James Harden was able to put up 44 points and 17 assists and he looked this out was, of he was out of shape and he looked out of shape but still he had 44 and 17 which prompted CJ McCollum to said to say that um, this guy uh, is really good at basketball regardless of what he does he does with his free time something like that <laughs> so blazers at home we're at home second game of a back-to-back andrea what do you think will we destroy them the same way we destroyed them in the bubble so i've not seen the the blazers play this season i missed their two games uh so i don't really know but if uh but if they're still the same coming from bubble i think we would win this but I don't know how Covington is playing because I I've not seen them. Is he is he fitting well with them? Is he adding? Covington was cooked by Harden in several of the <laughs> isolations. Oh. Uh, I th- Harden was really targeting him and McCollum. So I think I saw a tweet that saying, "Really, you gave up two first round picks for Covington." I, I, he also missed some wide open threes earlier. So I kind of but but yeah. Oh. Maybe, especially last year, I think LeBron was even more comfortable when he was guarded by Covington, Kesake, Eric Gordon, and even James Harden. Uh, he was okay. he was really destroying Covington. For some reason, I think... You know, uh, I don't know why I'm defend- I'm gonna come to his defense, but um, <laughs> I think I-, I read a tweet, but, and, and I sort of agree that um, one-on-one defense isn't really Covington's stronger yeah. points. Anyway, he's more of a uh, help guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ball defender. Um, I think Kevin Kevin O'Connor said that um, in his spot or tweeted about it. But uh, that's the point. Um, they was they wasted two first round picks for him, and he's not even an <laughs> on, on great on ball defender. So Andrea, um, will we have? Trouble versus the two aliens, um, Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum. <laughs> no, I think we, uh, but I think we will win this. But for us to win this, I think we cannot be coasting in this game. The players, especially uh, Dame and CJ, they always bring, and also uh, uh, Nurkic, they always bring their. They're always competitive. So I think for this one, we cannot afford to be just coasting. I think here in this game. The guys have to be locked in, and they have to really be uh, defending CJ and Dame quite uh, the, the way that we up to our standard of defense. So they cannot be relaxing here. But I think overall, I'm still confident that we will win this game. Also, Ken, about your Kenan, do you think we have the guards to contain CJ and Dame? Especially now with Nurkic presum- presumably being 100%. Oh, so Nurkic wasn't 100% in the bubble yet? Yeah, he will. Uh, he, he just he, came from an injury in, look, uh, entering look, the bubble, diba? Yeah, he looks sluggish a little bit, but well, maybe a little. Yeah. He's 
definitely going to be better this time around. I think uh, KCP and Alex Caruso are sufficient. In How about your boy Schroeder? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm about to go there. KCP and Alex Caruso are more than uh, sufficient in guarding Dame and CJ. And with this added surprise of Schroeder's uh, intensity and defense that he showed against Luca, I think, yeah, I think we can properly contain uh, for, uh, the Blazers' uh, superstar guard duo. So I, I have no, I'm not going to worry too much about it unless, you know, um, Dame goes nuclear again for, you know, one of his random nuclear games. But I think we're gonna, we're still gonna come out on top. We we have too much firepower compared to the Blazers overall. Yeah, I'm not and, and I'm not concerned of, about Nurkic. I think we have to win this next two games because we opened the season for 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 our our first four games are all at home. So it's I think it's important to start at least three and one, right? We already lost mm. to the Clippers. Yeah, we can start to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can we definitely can start one and three, so I think that yeah. Anthony Davis will be playing, and especially versus the Blazers, I think this will be the start of maybe LeBron and Anthony Davis giving it like an eighty percent or ninety percent mm-hmm. um, um, of their effort because the Blazers are one of those teams like the Mavericks that will be trying to dethrone the Lakers and maybe yeah. one of. They're basically we've faced three of the top five teams in the West um, during our first five games, right? We all we all agree, Mavericks the and, Mav- and Blazers. Yeah. They're probably um, three of the top five. So it's really important to win at least two of those three games. Also, of course, we can't lose to the Timberwolves. Up next, we are going to San Antonio to face the two. Well, now they're still two and zero. San Antonio Spurs. They won against Raptors. And they also won against her first game. They beat. Uh, they beat the. Who did they beat? The Pelicans? Oh no, not the Grizzlies. Pelicans. I'm sorry. Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, the Grizzlies. Yeah. This they, is when Jamorant, my boy, scored forty points, but they lost forty-four points, but they lost. <laughs> anyway. So the Mark DeRozan is falling. He had 28, 9, and 9 versus the Grizzlies and versus the old team, the Raptors. He had 28, 5, and 8. Uh, 27, 5, and 8. We all thought the Spurs are done. I think none of us picked them to be in the playoffs, right? Or did yeah. someone pick? No, no, no one, no one picked the Spurs. No yeah. One picked the Spurs. So looks like but they're. But did they add anyone? And did they add anyone this season? Mm, or I can't no? not recall. The Jonte Murray is now healthy. Uh, okay. I, I think uh, they added just uh, end of the bench guys. They drafted Basel. Their core is still intact. And there's this Keldon Johnson. They picked the tw- in the twenty the twenty nine. Um, he's their starting power forward now. Yeah, and oh. he's playing like twenty eight minutes, tw- almost twenty nine minutes, and he scored twelve points. Nine rebounds, so not not bad. Yeah, he had sixteen and five versus the Grizzlies. Um, also, the Jonte Murray is hurt. He's healthy. He had a triple double earlier and twenty nine six and nine versus the Grizzlies. So, Andrea, um, this is in San Antonio. This will be a little tougher, right? Yes, I. Uh, so again, similar to the Blazers, I think this is the kind of games that where everyone needs to pick it up. Uh, where LeBron and AD should really be on their, like you said, 80% level of uh, energy and, and effort. Because I feel like this 
team will compete. Demar has always been uh, a competitor, and Demar always plays quite well against the the Lakers. He always shoots well when playing the Lakers. Uh, but I'm pretty, I'm still confident because of uh, aside from Lamarcus Aldridge, everyone else seems they're they're a small team. They don't have anyone to compete against. Or uh, Anthony Ad and I don't know who who's defending LeBron when TNV plays first. Who defends him? Um, Mark. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Mark. Yeah, Demar or <laughs> maybe the John Tays, Murray or Rudy Gay. <laughs> I think Rudy Gay. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, Rudy well, Gay is still there. I, I totally yeah. forgot about him. Yeah. He's, okay. So that's so. why. Uh, so I think he's. I think we can. We can win this. But similar to the Blazers, we cannot take it that lightly. That's, yeah. that's my view on this. We, but aside from Lamarcus, there's no other. Well, Jacob. This Jacob. Portal. Jacob. It's Jacob Portal. Oh, Jacob. Portal. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So Jacob. <laughs> but he's. I mean, aside from him, which he's he averages four points per game. It's only Lamarcus Aldridge, and Lamarcus is not the Lamarcus Aldridge that we knew before. So that we courted before. <laughs> and we wanted uh, to be the late. Shout out! Shout out to Adam Levine for. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not too worried about this team. It feels like we're never worried about any other team. <laughs> A great point. So Kenan, the Spurs are each old rival during the 2000s. Are we winning this easily? Easily, I think so. Um, I'm really I haven't watched any of the Spurs games, but I think the Spurs aren't really much of a threat to the Lakers. Um, like I said, with the Blazers, the Lakers have too much firepower. They're gonna overwhelm the uh, 48-minute game. So. Like, as Andrea and you pointed out, no one will be guarding LeBron James. We are really a bad matchup for this team, especially with our size. Um, I forgot to mention, maybe versus the, well, not so much the Timberwolves, but versus the the Blazers, we can use Marcus more against Nurkic because these are the type of big men that we brought in. We brought him in for, right? This slow post, uh, talented big man, Seven footers uh, who can, who Mark can guard in the post, unlike Dwight Powell and Serge Ibaka, who are way mm-hmm. more athletic than Mark at this age right now. I think we'll this will be the games that we will be needing him. Also, also I guess as first because Lamarcus Aldridge is no longer this fast and agile. Well, he was never fast to begin with but um offense right now is basically the mid-range and pick and pops and posting up so i think mark gasol will have a better time facing these upcoming teams um this time around also with uh yakob portal <laughs> maybe we can use mark to take him out of mm-hmm. the paint so there's more room for lebron Schroeder, and others to Operate. Also, one problem I can I can think of for the Spurs is yes, we might be underestimating him them a bit because they have a lot of new players. But these players will be hyped up to face the Lakers, as will every other young team. Well, this it's funny. I'm calling the Spurs young when they're still pretty old, but 
we have these young players like Mer- Dejounte Murray, um, Lenny, Lonnie Walker. Dejounte Murray. Yeah, Lonnie Walker. Oh, yeah. They're two first-round picks. Johnson and what's Vassal. We better be ready to face these uh, young players. So basically, we're predicting a four-nil, a four-four-zero <laughs> record this week, right? Yeah. It'll be interesting to record our next episode. Are we recording <laughs> in between or after this four game? Yeah, I think we, we will definitely record after maybe next Sunday. So that's okay. Uh, uh, I think the the last first game is on Saturday. So we will okay. see oh. if we if we're going to be on old takes it's post <laughs> or something. Let's segue. But, you know, uh, okay. Shout out to. Fan, yeah, I love Sponge Cola. Yeah, yeah. Huge first, huge first fan, right? You know, it's so real interesting. Before I yeah, thought yeah. Yael was a Lakers fan. I know he's a Spurs fan now, but before I don't know why. But uh, I always had the idea that he was a Lakers fan. But maybe because he talks to you, Kenan. So I don't mean that's why. <laughs> maybe we can have him talk basketball. Maybe we can have we can have him on on Sunday. So maybe he can be him. Are, are you brave enough? Okay, that would be nice. Are you brave enough to have I know, get uh, fans of other teams as our guests? Yeah, sure. They, they they will or no? Are they brave enough? <laughs> will they be brave enough <laughs> to get? Oh, I think yeah. We'll, we'll I think that's a great even. idea. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great idea to provide a, a perspective from a, a different team. We need yeah. to find a Clippers fan. So there are any Clippers fans? <laughs> and, Andre, I know you. Andre, I know you. You know a Clippers fan. I know. Shout out to Alice. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Yael. Um, maybe we can uh, DM him or we we are Facebook friends, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can we chat. Can just him. chat him. Uh, uh, maybe he can guess when the Lakers have kicked the Spurs ass. <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice. <laughs> yes, so hoping you can come on the show yeah let's move on to one of our segments fun facts where i again i will ask you a series of lakers related questions and you guys give your best answer as lifelong mm-hmm. lakers fans except for andrea who was for a former losers <laughs> fan um so the lakers uh, how many lakers have won MVPs while playing for the Lakers. Okay, Andrea, <laughs> you first. Oh my gosh, me. Oh, wait, hold on. Lakers. No, I have no MVP. idea. No, no, no Be- googling. Before magic. No I'm googling. Not googling. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm not uh, googling. But I would like for like Wilt for sure. Wilt. Um, magic for sure. Kobe, Shaq. That's one more. I would guess because it's always whenever we do this, Elgin Baylor always gets something. <laughs> so I would think Elgin Baylor won one. Jerry West, six. Uh, Kareem, seven. So I would guess seven. Okay, how about you, Kenan? Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going with Jerry West, Magic, uh, James Worthy, Kobe, Shaq, and. Um, did they give MVP during Mikan's time? I'm going with Mikan. So six, I, I think six. Wow, James Worthy. Uh, the Lakers uh, had only four. Oh, it's Kobe oh, Bryant, okay. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, Magic, Magic Johnson three times, 
And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar three times. So Will yep. Chamberlain oh, okay. didn't didn't win an MVP as a Laker. Jerry West didn't win didn't oh, win okay. as a Laker. Elgin Baylor did. James Worthy win an, a Finals MVP? Or was that what I was thinking? I was I was saying it's MVP. It's no, the fi- yeah, but but n- it was a Finals MVP, right? Next question. Uh, um, oh, okay. Lakers have won the, um, 17 NBA titles. But the finals MVP award was not given until 1969. Your favorite number, Kenan. Um, <laughs> nice. So, how many Lakers have won the finals MVP oh, award? Okay. okay, so you, Andrea, you can start counting. Wait, it, we, we, they didn't start giving it away until 1969. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so in the set, we probably had. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. 7 p.m. So we won 12 titles between that span. And we didn't have NBA final. Oh, I would guess, I guess 11. There was probably one that we didn't win on. I don't know. No, no, I mean, how many players? That doesn't mean, how many many Lakers? How many players? Because, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Of course, if if we win a title, most likely we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused with the question. Okay, I uh, 12, we won 12 titles. Okay, I would guess six. How about you, Kenan? Um, uh, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Uh, Magic, uh, James Worthy, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron. So, did I miss anyone? So, five. I'm going with okay, five. Okay, we won eight. Uh, the Lakers players have won eight finals MVP trophies. Um, oh. LeBron, Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant, two times. Mm-hmm. Shaq, three times. James mm-hmm. Worthy. Magic Johnson three times, Kareem one time. Wow, only one oh, time. Okay. Will okay. Chamberlain and Jerry ah, West. Jerry West oh. is, is the only. <laughs> Jerry West is the only Finals MVP on a losing team, and he did it. Oh, I was the, about to ask that. On the first year, in 1969, uh, they lost to the Celtics, but Boston, he, right? but he was given the Finals MVP. I'm a I'm a little. Uh, against giving the finals MVP to the losing team because if you're not the most valuable player if your team loses because whether or not you're there you lost so why are you why are you valuable anyway um, <laughs> but shout out to the great Jerry West even though you called the Lakers front uh, front what a shit show or whatever he yeah. <laughs> called them. Um, so last, the Lakers, well, we all know the Lakers have won a lot of games against a lot of teams, but they are below 500. Five, they have a below 500 or below 50% winning percentage against two teams, only two teams in the NBA. Who are these two teams? So basically, we only have a losing record against two teams in the NBA. Who are these two teams? Ever. Yeah, all time. Yeah, I, th- I think okay. it's uh, a graphic uh, of this. Hmm. So, Andrea, you get, first. Who are these two the, teams? The question is, who are these two teams? Yeah. Oh, Boston. <laughs> I guess Boston, number one. Number two, I would throw in a random team. Number two would be Memphis. I would just throw in random. How about you, Kenan? I- I'm going with. Uh, teams that aren't so obvious. Uh, I'm going with Magic and Orlando Magic and Phoenix Suns. Just okay. throwing it out there. So versus the Orlando Magic, we are 39 and 23. <laughs> so that's the answer. Um, versus the Memphis okay. Grizzlies, we are 57 and 35. 
OMG, okay. So, what's the other answer again? Suns? Suns, yeah. Against the Suns, we are 145 107. <laughs> so, 57. Oh. But, but Andrea was right. It was a Boston Celtics. We are 131, okay. 131 161. The next team is the San Antonio Spurs. Ooh, that was my second question. I, I second answer. I just thought it was too too obvious. To yeah, I, I didn't want to say something obvious. Yeah. So we were we are 85 and 89. So maybe if we can sweep them if we are facing them four times this season. I blame those Nick Young years. Uh, definitely. <laughs> the Nick Young years. There, there was also a year when we, the Spurs swept us during the Shaq and Kobe years. They swept us oh. in the regular season, but in the playoffs we swept them. So <laughs> this, this is only I think this. I don't know if this is both for regular season or playoffs. I think they're both interesting that there are some teams here named the Sheboygan Redskins. We are oh, one and one so against old school. We are one and one against them. Anderson Packers, we are also one and one against them. And in the Indianapolis Jets, we are six and zero. Oh. Providence Team Rollers, five and zero. Oh. <laughs> and Waterloo Hawks, two and zero. Oh. <laughs> this is so funny. I don't know. And St. Louis Bombers, nine and three. And Chicago Stags. That is a team name. Chicago Stags, we are eight and four. Indianapolis Olympians, nineteen and twelve. So the. That's about, that's about it for some other things. Uh, so that was our fan fa- fun facts for today. It's very enlightening fun facts, right? Um, especially the last one. So we move on to what? Well, my favorite favorite um, segment of our pod, the magic tweets. So Kenan, you can do the honors. This was tweeted uh, during the opening night. Uh, magic said. <coughs> KD and Kyrie put on a great performance in their blowout win over the Warriors, 125 to 99. I'm look. I'm now looking forward to the ring ceremony for the world champion at Lakers and their matchup versus the Clippers. Uh, he didn't even bother tagging the Clippers uh, and he put a trophy emoji after. So basically, he just congratulated the Lakers <laughs> and had he, he had he didn't have any reaction after we lost, right? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, thank you, Magic, for the congratulations. And Cookie and I are so blessed to receive our championship rings. Thank you to Laker owner at Genie Bus, the Laker players, and especially at King James, because he told me he was going to bring a championship to Laker Nation. This is my 11th NBA championship ring. And he put uh, two pictures of himself and his wife and their uh, respective rings in the tweet. Uh, thanks, Magic. Thanks for the humble brag. Uh, I think the perfect um, gift for this is um, Oprah's. I don't know. You get the ring. You, everybody gets a ring. <laughs> so, like Andrea said, we are a bit buff, baffled. Uh, why? Well, first of all, first off, Magic getting a ring. Well, maybe he got the ring because he resigned. <laughs> um, ever since he resigned from his position as the Lakers, maybe he's still a consultant or something. No, I don't think oh, so. I think he he, he cut all tie, official ties. Ah. Uh. No, no, because he can't. Like, I I don't think he can tweet about KD and Kyrie if he's still uh, uh, okay, okay, involved okay. with the Lakers. Um, 
That's what oh, yeah. one of the one of the reasons why he wanted to resign. <laughs> so he couldn't tweet. Wow. Yeah. Imagine quitting from your job so you can tweet uh, obvious stuff and getting championship rings in the process. What uh, a life. Yeah. First off, we are wondering why he get he got a championship ring. And secondly, why did his wife get a, a championship <laughs> ring? <laughs> I mean, are they owners? Maybe it's a package owners. deal. No, no, they're not owners of the Lakers. Um, Magic <laughs> owns Dodgers, right? a part of part owner of the Dodgers. The, the Lakers, yeah. no. It's, um, Does he still own the Sparks? I think so. Yeah. Okay. 11 championship ring. What a uh, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> okay, Magic. <laughs> so, let's move on to the questions uh, from our... From... Our Instagram page, Papa Monchi asks, asks, do you think we have enough big men to repeat as champions? Oh, okay, so, okay. Andrea, I give you the floor. Yes, I think we have enough big men. We have eight. I, I think we really are a big team. Uh, if you look at the our roster, we are a big team. We are, uh, Again, it's just the first two games, so I don't want to be too worried with, with Mark Gasol. But if you listen or looking back through our discussions about the next four games, you really see that there is a matchup problem because we're too big. Uh, even our even our forwards and our guards are quite big, so it's always difficult to have someone defend uh, even our our guards. So I think we're big enough. I'm not worried about this. We have AD. We have Mark Gasol. Uh, KCP and how 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 tall is KCP? I think he's quite six four six four six five. Oh, yeah, but for a guard, six. right? And then KCP six six, then, I think, or six oh, five. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then LeBron. So I'm not I'm not worried about this. I think we have enough height. Yeah, six five. Are you guys worried? Oh, well, you can then. Are you worried? Worried? Worried about this? Is I wouldn't say okay. worried because. Oh, because we have the best big man in the yeah. game today, in Anthony Davis. Yeah, we have the best big man mm-hmm. in Anthony Davis. And, yep. And but I do think uh, it wouldn't hurt to get a rim-running, athletic big man during the uh, I guess I guess buyout season uh, later in, later in the year, because um, there are going to be matchups where Mark is going to be. Uh, you know his his age and his lack of athleticism is gonna be exploited, and uh, Trez's uh, lack of height is gonna be exploited. So I mean, it, they're pretty good, but they're it's always nice to have an option whenever match up. You know, to match with other opposing players, it would be nice to have options. So the, I, I guess that's where the buyout season comes into play later on. But, but I'm uh, I'm not worried. Worried like uh, right now. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay, go Andrew. I I think I answered the wrong question. I thought they were asking Papa Monchi is asking if we were big enough uh, to repeat as champion. Ah, uh, so the question was, do we have enough big, big men? Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay, got it. Okay, sorry. I think I, I my answer my my answer was for the question: Are we big enough to repeat as champions? Okay, okay. Okay, so. Uh, I think it's funny that people are asking for big and if um, we have enough big men. Yeah, because our big men are more than enough 
for us to win the NBA title, especially in today's NBA. Um, I've been um, telling this about some in, I guess I was a guest in another pod, uh, Athletic, Athletic Tech <laughs> podcast. It was a fun podcast. Anyway, um, they all thought the Lakers will be the heavy favorites to win the NBA title, even, even the other persons who were Celtics, Warriors, Rockets, and um, fans of other teams thought that the Lakers are... It is basically the Lakers title to lose. Um, they said teams are gearing up by trying to go big to match up with the Lakers. But I said, that's. I think that's the wrong um, strategy because you can't beat the Lakers at any particular game. Like, if you want to go big, the Lakers will have the best big man in the NBA, so it wouldn't matter, right? If you want to go small, the Lakers still have the best big man in the NBA who can guard <laughs> any position. Small. Yeah, So exactly. The best way to try to beat the Lakers is what the Rockets tried to do. Just maintain their own game and hope the Lakers miss all, all those three-point shots, right? And their three-point shots will fall. Um, other than that, you must have uh, a set of players who can outplay or even match up against LeBron James and Anthony Davis, which I don't think there's a duo in the NBA who can do that. Uh, which, uh, as what happened during the first game, they, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis were uh, half-assing it. They were not giving F the effort required, so... Kawhi and Paul George won that game. I don't think in the playoffs that will happen. So it, it's not a matter of having if whether or not we have the requisite number of big men or size to beat anyone in the playoffs. We have the, as Kenan said, the best big man in the NBA in Anthony Davis. That's, yeah. that's more than enough. Uh, also, our team is really versatile because like in the playoffs we just slotted Marcus Morris uh, Markif sorry sorry for mentioning the lesser of the the lesser <laughs> Morris win uh, Mar Markif we just slotted him in the starting lineup against the Rockets and we were lights out basically after that uh, we, we can start Kuzma we can start uh, Ellen Horton Tucker or whatever. Uh, our roster is eleven man deep now, so we are the most. I think we are the most versatile team. We're the most complete team uh, in the NBA. Maybe even the most talented, if depending on what you think about the Brooklyn Nets. So <laughs> to answer your question, yes, we have more than enough. Um, basically, Anthony Davis is enough. So. Next questions. Uh, I have this stupid. I, I deleted or I can't find the comment anywhere. But anyway, someone commented on the Facebook or on our Facebook page. Are we basically? He was asking if we are missing Dwight Howard and Javale McGee because Mark Gasol doesn't seem to be an upgrade over the two. So can uh, let's start with you, Andrea first. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. I'm, I'm, I don't. I didn't mean to laugh at the at the question, but I don't think we're missing these two players uh i could not i think kenan shares this this opinion but we could not wait for not to cheer for javel and for 
Dwight Howard. So I'm I'm glad they're not in this team. Of course, they contributed uh, in the last championship. But no, I don't think we're missing them. I think we got uh, good players. Again, if you compare it, if, if you will look at it height to height, maybe we lost because they're 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 really big guys so maybe with just marcus Hall replacing them and plus uh montrez is not that it's not considered the big man then then maybe we are missing their height but i think in terms of quality of players in terms of skills we upgraded so much so i'm not missing uh javel and dwight howard at all yeah especially it's just after two games Mm, yeah, it's, fans I, I really just overreacted uh, a little bit too much. <laughs> our roster right now gives us a lot of flexibility in terms of lineups, uh, so I'm not too worried about that. But personally, I really avoid Twitter during the first few. I mean, reading the <laughs> comments of Twitter on Twitter during the first few, either during the first days of the season, and also during the first games of. Uh, playoffs because it's always people always panic. <laughs> uh, before I go to you, Kenan, I, I just want to say to all P Filipino Lakers fans, um, it's on the Lakers official fan group, please don't speak in Tagalog or Filipino or post in Filipino on that page. That's a <laughs> official Lakers fan group organized by the Lakers themselves. So please um, limit those P noise keyboard warrior mentality and uh, and also don't post um, illegal Facebook links on that page <laughs> come on guys have some decency naman uh, so Kenan Mark Gasol already a bust? It's, it's two games I've seen a lot of I try to avoid uh, reading you know the replies on Twitter and uh Facebook comments, but sometimes I just uh, randomly see these panicky tweets saying Mark is washed. It was a mistake to sign him. It's two games, man. And um, it's not time to panic. <clears throat> his uh, his slow start is definitely something to watch, but it's not something to panic about. It's two games, and he brings more to the table. Besides athleticism, yes, definitely we 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 miss the athleticism. You know the rim running of Dwight and Javale, but the Lakers' offense is gonna adapt. Frank Vogel, I think, is smart enough, you know, to adapt his play style that he would no longer. He, he has other plays for big men and not just for uh, rim running big men. I think he can ut properly utilize Mark. Uh, Mark just needs to get to you know get comfortable with the system and with uh, playing with the with these uh, new group of guys so let's give it a few games before we start panicking i think some some fans were also were panicking uh, well i don't know if panicking is a correct word but they were alarmed by his defense also with trez harrell's defense they said because uh, well luka Doncic made a couple of runners in the paint but Dodges um, hits those runners against everyone, right? Uh, so I don't you, know what the you can't what the defend big, everything, you know. I don't know what the big deal is. Uh, we, we faced Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, then Luka Doncic. So I think Harrell actually played played good defense during the 
I didn't get to see a lot of the Clippers game, but during the because I watched the Mavericks game, I think he defended quite quite well during that game. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Gasol's um, Gasol defense is, yeah, maybe. was um, exposed, but we were facing two of. I think the Clippers were also a top five offensive team last season. The Mavericks were the best offensive team last season. Um, they broke all kinds of records. So maybe yes, the Lakers fans were overreacting a bit. Also, like we I said before, those were a bit of a bad matchup for Mark because the both teams had more agile centers in Ibaka and Dwight Powell. So. Um, let's see in the coming days. But Marcus had this highlight. He started this Showtime fast break, Showtime Lakers fast break, where the ball yeah. didn't even hit the floor. Yeah, he yeah. Outleted, outlet, he gave, he passed an outlet pass to KCP, who passed it to LeBron, to Ali it to Anthony Davis. So that's one of the qualities that Mark can bring because when he gets a rebound, it allows... Anthony Davis and LeBron James to leak out for those um, outlet passes on the fast break. So be patient, Lakers fans, please. Uh, uh, Gasol will show his worth pretty soon. You know, um, it, it, it's a weird season. The training camp was shortened, preseason yeah. was shortened. So it's not a normal season. So uh, let's give it a, a couple of more games. So I'm yeah. not really. Go, go, as I mentioned, I'm not really looking at the uh, fans' comments or fans' tweets during this time. So I'm actually surprised that a lot of people are panicking because when I look at it, this is a shortened season, like what Kenan mentioned. It's a shortened season. So even for me, I think at this point, they're still adjusting. If you, if you really watch how they play, you know they're not yet 100% into this. So I think maybe just give it a few more few more games this is nothing to panic about there's nothing to panic about with that we have a message to the lakers fans don't panic we are the 2019-2020 nba defending nba champions and the clippers blew a 3-1 to the denver nuggets <laughs> well who well credit to them they avenged that they snapped their three-game losing streak to the Denver Nuggets by beating them the other day. So, uh, congrats, Flippers fans. Keep up the good showing in the regular season. Just another good episode of the Lakers Nation PH podcast. Shout out to um, Yael and Allison. Al- Allison, uh, Allison, our Flippers friend. Um, so our Clippers fan friend. So, so maybe yeah, Yael... Maybe you can join us in the next pod. And also, well, happy holidays still to everyone. Um, hopefully, 2021 will be even better than the 2020 NBA season for the Lakers. Yeah. Well, 20, for the whole... twenty Better 2021 for the whole world. <laughs> so... Yeah. Ah, no, next... I was gonna say, next week will be another fun episode because... We will be discussing the four zero. Yeah, our four zero prediction. <laughs> prediction next next week. We will be on all takes exposed or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so again, guys, thanks for another great episode and stay safe. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yes, yes, happy holidays. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast. 
please consider following us on our social media. We are at LakersNation underscore PH on both Twitter and Instagram and LakersNationPhilippines on Facebook. Thank you.